internet, I will beat your ass like a Cherokee drum. My name is Matthew Kroll. And one thing I can guarantee... No one's ready for this. My name is Shahir Dowd, and yes. this is the only podcast about movies, specifically the film. Shahir, say it. Say it. Say the name. The Fat and the Nope. Try again. Try again. You got it. I believe in you. The Flip and the no, live, live a quarter mile at a time. For those 15 seconds or less, right now, you're free. Go. The fate of the furious. Now tell me, yes. before we go, what yes. are they furious about? What so are they furious. so? What are they so angry? They about? are the furious. Their family, me familia. Are you got to You got to know this going in, Shahir. Are they still fast? They're not fast anymore. Oh, they're so fast. But they're still furious. Oh, they're so furious. Is it gas prices? Is it roid rage? Is it's it like road rage? Of, it's everything. It's, it's 100% everything. They're just everything. angry. Yeah, but they love each other. Are they like that guy, Ben, uh, ben uh, Sterl played in the uh, heroes, the superhero movie, um, Mr. Furious? Uh, sure. I mean, yeah, I'll go with whatever <laughs> analogy you want to give because we're talking about the Vin Diesel uh, uh, the Vin Diesel uh, classic franchise. Classic. Uh, specifically, classic. Classic, classic franchise <laughs> in the newest installment <laughs> in the classic, some might say, seminal franchise, Fast and the Furious. Um, guys, welcome welcome to episode 99. 99 episodes. 99 Red Luft <laughs> b- Balance. <laughs> I don't what? know. What was that? 99 Red Luft Balance. Uh, yeah, 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 you know. Um, but no, uh, we are so psyched. Uh, well, no, let me rephrase. I am so psyched to be talking about this film. Uh, Shahir, uh, I know, I know. Well, look, I'm, I'm curious. I was curious to see this film because, hey, look, the, the cat's out of the bag. Here's the thing. I've never seen a Fast and the Furious movie before. And Which so is I, why I'm so psyched to talk about it with you. I just dove straight in. Number eight. I, I, look, and I'm going to correct that. I feel like I might have seen the Fast yeah, and the you Furious. Don't, you don't remember. But I don't. And it wasn't like I went to a movie theater. And of course. It. it was like of course. someone was playing it and I might have watched. I remember like a warehouse car scene. <laughs> sure. With... Paul Walker, eighty percent of them, and and that's a that's about all I got. Oh. That's, that's it. Oh, well, <laughs> I, I mean, I want to dive right in, but we should do a little housekeeping before we we get to it. If you want to recommend other films that I may not have seen any of the franchise installments for, you can do so at onlymoviepodcast at gmail Hit us up on Twitter at onlymoviepod. Go to our website onlymoviepodcast and make all the suggestions you want. I swear to you, I'm not going to listen. No, but, but I will. <laughs> and if you go to iTunes, doubly so. Leave us a review. Five stars would be wonderful, but we'll take as many as you can spare. I want to give a special shout out to Will, who emailed us, who who, uh, who A, requested us to review Speed Racer, which I think will make a great companion piece to the Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> But also, who who annoyingly, sorry, Will, we love where you're getting your emails, but annoyingly requested that we do a marathon of the Fast and the Furious series. And I'm saying right now, I've got veto rights. This is the UN and I'm America all over this shit. Well, there is going to happen. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Keep suggesting it. Just keep writing it in. Uh, I don't think that's a problem. Uh, Hell, if anyone else wants to keep writing that in, I mean, we are a democracy here at the only podcast about movies. (laughs) No, we are a democracy. Dictatorship. Oh of shit! Two. Are we? Yeah. Oh well. Dictatorship of two. That makes it hard. We should get if we get a third person. They need to be a tiebreaker. Maybe Will can be the tiebreaker. Um, no, I actually fired back on that email as well, and I'm sorry, Will. It was just I, I'm I'm giving the more pragmatic excuse of it actually is a timing issue due to the fact that we're coming up to you know this is just being released. We're coming up on episode 100 next week. It just, and there's no way you would want to make episode 100 the Fast and the Furious movie. 
Uh, I would honestly, I would do a, ma- I would do the marathon to be it. It would be, we have to do them all in one thing. And like we did the OJ film, which you struggled with. Yes, 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 yes. I would then return the favor. No, I, <laughs> oh, <laughs> again, wait, that was me paying you back for, for the stars. I know it's all, our entire relationship is just vengeance. You know that, right? You know what's funny is right now when you said that you really looked like ludicrous, <laughs> you know, like there was, what? there was just something in the way you rolled your eyes and were holding your head up. I was like, did we just have a, did we just have a Luda Tyrese moment? Is that yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think is just happening. Oh, I love it. I love it. See, you're in it. You're deep now. You're are you part well, actually I I'm guess, not part of my family. No, you might be by the end of this. I'm gonna I'm gonna reserve judgment until the end. Okay. Uh so Shahir, you've had no history with this franchise. You've just heard about it. I know, uh, I know it exists. Yeah, no, I know, but like you haven't, you haven't had experience with it. It's not, it's not a thing you've experienced. I, you know, I, to be honest with you, because I keep hearing that they're fun, and sure. I was like, but okay, you hate fun. I, I, I mean, I'm marginally opposed to fun. You know, okay, in the wrong all right, all right. Uh, but I know you love cheap thrills, and one of the things I know about this franchise is it's all about the cheap. This thrills. is the most expensive cheap thrills I think you can get. This is uh, the cheap, per, expensive thrill. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I, and and I know that like Will even pointed this out in his email that the chronology of these films is absolutely batshit backwards oh yeah so if you're interested ladies and gentlemen at home uh it goes let me oh i hope i get this right one two also four, before you do this no, I, uh, before you do this i want to say i don't care I, I, well, that's great <laughs> one two four five six three seven eight don't care i think that's how it goes please uh write me and and tell us if i am wrong and as of the recording of this of this particular episode they've pulled in half a billion dollars <laughs> in in weekend box office and it's Monday. we're recording this on the monday after it got released rivaling the force awakens uh to be possibly one of the biggest releases of any franchise possibly the biggest eight number eight in a series of all time released Mm. on over a weekend i know how much you love the contextualization of box office numbers i do um i do it fuels me So <laughs> much like a NOS system installed in the back of my Sentra, Matt, I got to ask the question. <laughs> I'm guessing you've seen, Oh my God, this grin on your face. It is. You are white ludicrous right now. It's ridiculous. Okay. I'm going into another verse. I never been repeated, but I won't stop now. <laughs> You have probably seen many of these many times. Um, okay, I'm guessing. So, so no, this I'm guessing. is no, this is the an interesting, and this is why I was psyched for you to see it. Okay, it's not because I honestly think that you wouldn't enjoy it because I, I, and I, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought if there's if he's gonna like this franchise, he's gonna have to start liking it now okay. because I when Fast and the Furious came out. I fucking hated it. Right. I hated the first one. I hated the second one. The third one, I didn't particularly mind, but it didn't grab me. Tokyo, Tokyo Drift. Drift. Yeah. Oh, see, you know. Yeah. Uh, you acted Listen, like you don't. Will sent me I emails. Know. And then the fourth one it was probably my least favorite of all. Okay. But the fifth one. What, what What's the fourth that, one called? Uh, it's called Fast and the Furious or Fast and Furious. They like they was Fast and Furious. No, the Fast and the Furious. Fast and Furious, or Too Fast, Too Furious, then Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, then just Fast and Furious, then Fast Five, then uh, Fast Six, I think Fast Seven, and then Fate of the Furious. I might be getting some of the ending ones wrong. doesn't matter. <laughs> the point of this is, my friend, that I did not like this franchise when it was just a kind of nonsense street racing movie. Okay. And what I think is very interesting about this, it, it's an interesting conversation to have about franchise. I know we've talked about sort of the Marvel side of franchise being setting up the next movie or in a series of sort of like multiple movie spinoff type deals. This is 
sort of a rags to riches, uh, a bit of a tale. Many riches. Because because this movie, this was a franchise that everyone thought was dead in the water by the third one. They couldn't even get people to come back for the third one. They had a whole new cast. And then... Uh, when they got Vin Diesel and Paul Walker to both come back for four, it it still wasn't that great, but it got enough, I guess, to get the fifth one. And then that's when The Rock got involved and things got to be a little more crazy. It, st- it evolved from a street racing flick mm-hmm. into Mission Impossible into, into like uh, an upgraded Mission Impossible or like a, an action. Yeah. OK. Uh, and updated for the updated for the times. And I'm not saying that that's not. That doesn't have its faults. It 100% does. And we'll get into that and why. But you look at this and you look at the progression and you can't because you haven't seen them. Mm-hmm. But uh, you look at the progression from five, six, seven, and eight, and it just keeps ramping up this shit so nuttily to the fact that like, it's here's the little, the little franchise that could. This was a fucking street racing movie that now has turned into Mission Impossible meets James Bond meets, uh, you know, probably Speed Racer to a point like it's it's no nothing. There's nothing quite like Speed Racer. But what I'm saying is it's such an interesting tale to me that this I can't think of another franchise that has turned itself around like this. I don't think there is one. I mean, you could argue the James Bond franchise has done this many times like they have reinvented themselves many times over reinvented but it's still the same it's still the same genre of spy movie this this i I argue transcended what it was to become something to become a totally different genre they're not i mean yes did this movie open with the street race sure alien and aliens is he's right right, right. i'm saying but like consistently like alien was a success yeah aliens was a bigger success alien versus predator was not i'm saying if if aliens here's the deal if aliens comes back and transitions itself into like high drama or some other like nonsense other Look, kind which you can prometheus would, and alien covenant i know out? but but to get it to have the sort of the level of of, of shine that this does they're not doing it's it with the same stars yeah. which is what you're saying yeah. and it's it se- yeah i agree with you it seems like this this franchise that i was kind of like i knew people in new zealand who were into it because it had to do with car racing yeah and then when i went to see it at the movies it was a packed house and is it weird? That, I, I don't know when this happened, but was, is there a thing with this movie where it's cool to like take selfies during the movie? Oh, I don't because, think so. Because everyone in my theater was doing that. Huh. And and then I like I was talking to my brother on online and he was and he is currently in India. Okay. And he was watching it there and he said, yeah, people were doing the same thing there. Maybe there was a campaign asking people to do it. Which would be uh, obnoxious. But, <laughs> only, mean, only in two theaters. <laughs> maybe yeah, just that one in India, and then uh, wait. You have a brother? I do have a brother. Oh wow! Why is everything I tell you about my story about my life? Because you are you are a, 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 an enigma wrapped in a in a, a, in a sea of a, riddles uh, wrapped in hot bacon. I wrapped in <laughs> the hottest. Well, it was hot bacon, and now it's more like room temperature. It's been sitting out in the tray for a the little fat's bit. Fat's getting a little solidified. Yeah, I mean it's the end of the buffet, <laughs> right? Uh, but no, I don't know anything about your pat. You, you. You are a complete mystery to me, sir. Uh, I'm learning things uh, as Listen, we go along. We won't talk about the period in Mexico that shall never be spoken of. Again. Oh, no, I knew about Mexico. Oh, okay. Fun fact, I was there. Um, <laughs> but moving on. Um, so, yeah, I was just saying how this, I was psyched for you to start here because I feel like this is a point uh, that is what could mirror <laughs> five for me. Now, I, again, I understand yeah. that the bridge 
of of fun hating that we have to cross to mm. get to your your uh, lizard brain pleasure centers right. is is chasmous. Mm. It's it's huge, chasm-ness. and and I'm inventing words for it because the length at which this bridge has to span was this and then nuttily was the other word maybe yeah, yeah. nuttily is a good word so we have to bridge this chasm of nuttily. Uh, whatever this is the nuttily ravine the nuttily ravine uh and you will get to the other side i do i have a weird amount of faith and maybe it's misplaced and that's fine and if you know what if it is i can say that i gave it a shot my friends back when i lived in jersey made me watch these movies and i started to i thought i was better than them and then i realized i'm no better than fast well here's the thing there's a presumption in what you just said which is that you have you have faith in the movie so you have faith in a movie that you hadn't seen at this point. I had faith. Oh yeah. Oh no, because this is the other thing about these fast movies. Now this is the great, great part since five, I work on precedent. You know, this, right? All these movies have done. It's been formula to formula to formula to formula. Okay. And I could now this movie, and this is almost why it felt like even like going home. Like I knew, it would obviously start, and this is, I guess, spoilers, but no, it's not if you've seen any of these movies. It would start with a street race, okay. a random fucking street race that has nothing to do with anything that some character in it would come back in a minor way later on in the film. Does that happen all the time? Oh, yeah. And then I also knew, and this, again, is not quite a spoiler, that it would end with a cookout. Every one of these <laughs> movies ends with a cookout and Coronas and having fun with your family. So everything in between that is just... It doesn't really matter as long as you have the cookout. Great action points, cars going fast, stupid stunts, and the rock being the fucking rock. Also, unprecedentedly high skirts. I thought was, oh no that the skirts have progressively gotten higher no, to the point where at this point I was like you're not actually wearing a skirt it seems like you're wearing like a waistband that that kind of drops that, down that frilled in the wash yeah exactly uh look uh, again uh when you're in Havana doing street races for pink slips saving your cousin man you can't just, be worried about dress codes I just thought that that skirt was dangerously high in that she was about to be passed by two street races on gravel and they could kick stones up into areas that, that wasn't gravel that was the street they're street racers <laughs> the son streets they were clean you clean no streets on the streets no Havana. well they clean but they brush it off to make sure that she's not wearing protective gear do you think she goes down and like brushes it off and kind of no that's not her job <laughs> she's above that um all right matt tell me what this movie's about oh yeah hit me with the uh the fate of the here we go are you ready furious with the when a mysterious woman seduces dom into the world of terrorism and a betrayal of those closest to him the crew face trials that will test them as never before. Wait, she seduces Dom. Like, can you imagine like the seducing of terrorism? Hey, terrorism. Terrorism. Uh, I mean, listen, if anyone could seduce me to the terrorism, it's Shirley's Theron. I will say that. <laughs> okay. Um, Isis, are you listening to this right now? This is, this is that's the recruitment tape, I guess. If you can pay for Charlize Theron, like... First, step one, get her on board with your agenda, whatever it is. Not just talking any terrorist group, Cobra. I'll take Cobra. If Serpentor gets gets fucking Charlize Theron to be like, hey, man, come on over to this side. We got hover bikes and uh, red lasers. I'll would, be like, would, sick. Would Charlize Theron as Cypher induce you into becoming one of her her, her yeah. hired goons? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. 
Hired goons. Yeah. Hired goons. Yeah. Uh, I, I also, side note, she looked very, very cool, I think, in this movie. like, like With the long dreadlocks. With the long dreadlocks. But also, there was an interesting thing, like me and... Uh, actually, I went to see it with Jura, friend of the show okay. uh, from uh, Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood podcast. Yeah. Um, we went and... Did we, he like it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he liked it the same way as I liked it, I think. And it's, uh, you know, we'll get into sort of why <laughs> and how. But, the, but she had, like, interesting makeup, like, contouring her face to look a little different, I thought. It, she didn't look quite like Shirley Theron. She looked like sort of like... Mirror image, Charlize Theron. I don't know. Are you you're talking about like cheek? Like, yeah, like contouring, like makeup contouring. The way her that, makeup like was every... done. But it was done differently. I'm saying the style of makeup she wore, I guess, was different than most styles of makeup she wears. Not counting, obviously, Mad Max Fury Road and some other fringe things. But like not when you're like trying monster. to when you're trying to make Charlize Theron look like Shirley, Shirley Charlize Theron, uh, then then this was sort of a little bit of a step back, or not back, just sideways. It was nice. Uh, I love you. Um, so. But so let, let's get into something a little bit before we even go, dive deep into the movie and get into spoilers. I think. Okay. Can you agree? Because look, I, I think I could. I know this. Out. This is my question to you. <laughs> yeah. You are the hater of fun, which means which means you have a distinct eye to identify what fun is because you know what you hate. Okay. Trump, I, just follow I me down this rabbit hole. Your follow me down this like rabbit hole. Immediately. Yeah. You are you are the Sith of fun. No. Um. I, I think you've misinterpreted. But listen. <laughs> Can you agree mm. that everyone in this movie that's making it is having a wonderful time doing it? Are the people who are making the characters, it? the main actors, I'm talking about the, the, the star power behind it. Do you think it's just a paycheck for them? I mean, that's a big part. Of course it is. It's a $250 million movie, but, but, but just what they get to do and, and what you're presented with, they come across at least to me, like they are having the time of their life doing it. Um, is it like the cannonball run of films or the oceans 12 of films? I wouldn't, it doesn't seem like it's fun in that way. It seems like everyone enjoys doing it. Yeah. I've heard people don't like each other. That is true. There is a little bit of a, of a thing. And I don't know. I'm never but sure it, about seems, this, but about it, the rock know, and Vin Diesel. But it seems like, look, if you're an actor, it seems like a fun gig. You get to travel it's kind of a green screen. It's a guaranteed paycheck. You're probably making residuals at the fucking wazoo. Yeah. Um, Tyrese doesn't have to work. He can just again. do this movie every two years. Was Tyrese a model? Yes. Or he was, yep. right? Okay, yeah. I think he's on my wife's list. I can't remember. Stop <laughs> talking about your wife's list. You get in trouble. Um. So, uh, yeah, I guess. Like, would we have fun if we were side characters in the Fast and the, Fu Fate, the Furious movie? If yeah. like, we were like the dumb hackers or something like that. Or even if we were like extras that got hit by a car and had to yeah. like flail around on yeah, the ground. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'd want to I'd want to hang out a little bit longer than that. But look, <laughs> uh, 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 I just everything about this. They have Kurt fucking Russell now. They have Jason Statham. This they have they have. um. They have God the the two dudes that even had the cameo that are always in the other movies. I just I, see now that I knew that that was important because everyone in my audience everyone cheered, cheered didn't they? Yeah, I, like, I don't know what this is. Um, yeah. So Matt, I'm guessing. Look, can you c could you in the ranking of these films? Oh yeah. Can you? Would you be critical of this one in any way? Yes. Um. In fact, this is not my favorite. Okay. I know I'm talking about it very excitedly um, <laughs> because I do think it is worth your time and money. Spoiler alert to the end. However, I do think that Fast 7 was a better Fast and the Furious movie. Okay. Now, the issue... What, what is a Fast and the Furious movie? Uh, it is... 
there is a problem. Now it has turned into uh, there is a problem on a global scale <laughs> that only a team of X street racers turned <laughs> kind of military, like a PMC almost, or like contracted people for the government what's, can what's handle PMC? Uh, personalized military group. Okay. Or private, this is, this private is what I didn't understand in the movie or corporation, like, private like, military corporation. There you go. Wh- what is the, what is their unique scale? Skills. They can drive really fast. They know how to do stuff with but cars. But also, their ultimate—they're ha- like—are they the best hackers in the world? Some of them. Okay. So, and also, okay, is is the Rock also the Hulk? Okay. Let's let's back and up. And is Vin Diesel like Tom Cruise? This is the problem with jumping in at number eight. Um, <laughs> what is the answer to all of your questions? Is yes, by the way. <laughs> okay. Um, but so, what happened in five? Is gamma so, radiation? N- yeah, uh, everyone. Uh, obviously, street racing is illegal. We all know that street racing most places is illegal. Otherwise, it's not street racing. You're racing on a track. It's a race. It's a race race. Okay. Um, so there's been brush-ins with the law. They're running away from cops before in some of the earlier movies. Okay, five was I. I. Uh, I, I oh God, I can't remember. It's been so long. They were either framed or they might have been framed. And uh, because they were known to be an illegal street racing team, but they were framed for actually a robbery to distract from another actual robbery that was going on. And the rock was a part of this special forces group hired to, uh, but now he's their friend, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> but that's another, that's another thing we'll get back to. Um, Wait, that was five, five or six. I cannot quite remember. Okay. So then uh, at the end of it, they become friends and they prove their name and whatnot, etc. <laughs> and there's a theme of that going through most of these films is the bad guys a lot of times switch sides and come on to the to the good guy side. This is actually, you know, we, that might happen later on. We'll get into full spoilers. OK, um, there's something truly. And so, so you sorry, you didn't come into this with all this previous knowledge. So it's just look at these people, these very pretty people that are just really good at any task they need done. They've slowly collected these people. Ludacris's character was always kind of a hacker. Then Ramsey, uh, the, the, the woman from uh, Game of Thrones played by uh, oh, Nathalie Emmanuel. I was trying to figure, I was trying yeah. to spot her. I was trying to figure out where um, she was from. So um, she uh, was in, I believe, Fast Six or Seven, um, where they had to like the, the God's Eye program that they talked about in this film was yeah. the the uh, red herring of the last film. Okay, and she helped develop it. Okay, I believe she came in in Seven, so this is her first like keep you know continuation. I'm, I'm back. I'm gonna make my paycheck yeah, every yeah. time now, um, which is great. I yeah. think. Um, so so you you lost out on a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the comfort factor is gone for no, you, but I guess I couldn't, I couldn't even figure out cause I knew there were street racers, but, but Vin Diesel, uh, and, and this will bring me to the biggest problem I have with this movie All right, is I don't understand why Charlize Theron needs Vin Diesel so bad that yeah, I'm not going to say what the spoiler is until we get to sure, it, sure, sure, sure. but she needs him so bad. Cause I was like, is it cause he does everything? Yes. So you have to in this mythos. Is it because he's super fast and super furious? Yes. Dominic Toretto is the fastest and the most furious person on the planet, meaning he is he never loses. Yeah. And now since that has never since that quote never losing has transitioned from street racing to any paramilitary activity at all. Mm-hmm. Um he's now sort of the most sought after person for any of that stuff. For anything. If you want to like open a hair way. salon, this is the guy to get. If yeah. you want to like skydive in the Bahamas, you got to get Dominic Torre. Yeah. 
So, 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 but the thing is, um, uh, you know, something I didn't, uh, I guess we're going to start getting into spoilers. Let's just say okay. that right now because it's going to start and we're about, uh, about 23 minutes into me gushing over this thing. Um, gush when, away, by the way, gush away, get that seat wet. When we first, that's gross. Um, the first, uh, time we see Shirley Theron's character, AKA Cypher, mm-hmm. Um, she is just like they're in Havana, mm-hmm. uh, for, oh, for Letty and Dom's, uh, honeymoon. Cause Letty. Okay. So Letty, uh, played by Michelle Rodriguez, yeah. uh, has died in the movie and then come back. Uh, and she was brainwashed by bad guys <laughs> and then they got her back and it was a whole big thing. Okay. I think that was six when Letty comes back and was brave. Are you spoiling the rest of the series for me, by the way? You, are you going to remember it? <laughs> I mean, nope. So uh, <laughs> I know she's alive. Yeah, so, she is alive. So well, when she dies, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God. Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> uh, you, you had your time. Will wanted you to watch all of them, and you just couldn't find the time. You know what I what I think is interesting as well is that this first scene reminded me so much of Triple X 2. Like the first, the Havana scene was so much Triple X too. I was like, I, is that what's happened with Triple X? Is is, tri- is Triple X the offshoot of the Fast and the Furious series? Like he just gathers the same crew. The and interesting kinda- thing is, uh, I think Triple X happened because Vin Diesel wanted to do like a true action movie and not a a car racing movie. Right. But then what happened was obviously no one was. Uh, then he didn't want to come back for the sequel. And then now this, he, you know, now that he's a bit more has a little more producerial control due to the success of the Fast and the Furious, he came back and did an even more over the top thing with the new triple X. But now he's stuck with two and he can't kill. He can't kill one off. I mean, I have no (laughs) idea, but what I'm saying is I think now and correct me if I'm wrong, the action and sort of the way things, even though the the plot of this is thing is fucking ludicrous. There's no question about that, (laughs) but but Luda, um, but <laughs> would you say, I'm curious, do you think this was any more or less ludicrous than triple X? I'll tell you what I thought after you say something. So overall impression, this movie is clearly not made for me. <laughs> you know, like I, I, you, the, the expression I had on my face the whole way was just kind of like a, a sort of an ugly squint. You know? So you're looking like Jason Statham. I'm looking like ludicrous. You're looking like Jason Statham. Yeah, and I was kind of like just looking at the movie, trying to figure it out. I will say that it does what it sits out to do very well. Mm-hmm. I think it, it, I'm not the audience for this movie. So it's hard for me to say whether it's good or bad. Cause mm-hmm. it's, cause it is, it's ridiculous. It's stupid, but I, I thought that they did a lot of things well in this film. There are a couple of set pieces that I thought were re- were actually yeah. really, really well executed. And they weren't on this, you know, they weren't kind of silly, like an exit in triple X without being, you know, like they, they managed to straddle that line of being ridiculous, but also sincere and kind of viable to an extent. The set piece isn't the joke. They set up their world correctly enough where you're like, you know what? Suspension of disbelief. This makes sense in the rules you've created. Yeah, it's totally fine. I actually, you know what I thought a lot about was our review of colossal, um, okay. with, uh, CJ Johnson, um, uh, check out that movie and check out that review. I, you know, he, he made a point because we both liked that film and they were like gaping plot holes for him sure. that he couldn't get past. And he said something in that review where he said, I feel like you guys are just making excuses for the movie. And, and I, I thought about that comment a lot in the days since that review. And I was like, well, why is it that there can be plot holes in mission impossible that I just can't get past but you know he's right. There are plot holes in Colossal that I'm like willing to forgive because I I am invested in the overall mm. thrust of that movie. Did you mean Mission Impossible or did you mean Fast and Furious? 
No, no, in Mission Impossible. Oh, I'm sorry. Time. I just want to make just, sure it wasn't for a example. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I got you. And the thing about, you know, like the thing about uh, the Fate of the Furious is that this is a ridiculous movie. It's just a ridiculous movie. Yeah. You know, you got to say ridiculous like you're slightly drunk when you say it because it's that ridiculous. But that is not how you sound when you're drunk. <laughs> you haven't heard me drunk. I've either. heard you drunk. Have you heard me drunk? Yep. Not often, <laughs> but it's happened. I so, think we might have been in Germany. Okay, maybe. When we uh, jet set like the crew in Fashion the Furious. Uh, yeah, is that okay? That they jet set, I don't understand why they say anger. But anyway, <laughs> the I I do think that like you can this film is not asking you to take its narrative seriously. It's asking you to enjoy the verve with which it creates it constructs its set pieces. Yes. And, I, and, and I think if you enjoy the characters... And its characters, that's what I'm uh, you know, then, then it's fine. Its characters are wafer thin, and for me, and, you know, like, just watching this one movie standalone, not having any of the history, it, they, they felt like one-liners with bodies attached to them. That's what each character was to me. I now, think it's funny you say wafer thin because um, I, yeah, I don't because the rock really needs to put on some weight. That yeah, guy I know. is like he's just he's wasting he's away like 150. Um, no, because like I equate it to like this is not like a um, it's not an onion. It's not something layered as Shrek would put it. it right. But but what I will say is it. I don't think they're thin. I think mm-hmm. they're just thick with the one thing that they're supposed to be. And, and that's a weird way of sort of saying it. But like there's enough like. I, I'm trying to think of a franchise that I've cared more about sort of uh, I mean, what I'm saying is these characters are all one note. Mm-hmm. I care about them a lot more than any other set of one note characters. Why is that? Well, I, I, I think and I, it may just have to be with the amount of time you've spent with them and you've maybe. But I remember I've hated half the time, <laughs> but but the last half. Is the is the half you've enjoyed? It's been wonderful, and I've actually I've gone back and watched the other ones, and because of that, I'm like, oh, these are fine. <laughs> so I, you know, look, I they it does what it's supposed to do. I thought a couple of the set pieces were really good. I actually thought Charlize Theron as a villain was pretty great. She chewed scenery like it was the most delicious they, dinner she's ever had. They gave a really good monologue, yeah. which were like she does some truly evil shit. Yeah, and they really like you know ramped the stakes with her in a really good way. Um, I and you know for the most part, I think it did it it. It never bored me. I was never bored sure. watching. I mean, maybe the first half of it when it was kind of going through the motions of putting the team together and yada, yada, right. yada, and bullshit. And I was like, eh. But once they kind of got into the, like- For the two major set pieces. Yeah, we're going to do this set piece. Then we're going to connect it to this set piece. And this is how they connect. I was like, oh, you know what? I'm okay with this. This this is actually doing what it's, you know, like it, it's delivering what it shows on the on the box art. I know what I'm getting here mm-hmm. and, I'm, and uh, I'm not going to hate on it. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and, and I think there's a degree of sincerity to this film, which is really odd. And it might've been because they, one of the major stars died. And now, and I feel like every film pays tribute to that now. Perhaps. In a way, it was swinging more towards the series. Obviously, Fast 7 got a lot of love for that being Paul Walker's sort of last film and the way they completed right. it. And they completed stuff with his brother and like a couple other, like the way they sort of pieced it together. And they did something I think very wonderful. Spoilers for Fast 7, I guess, uh, is they uh, had his character. His character didn't die. His character and his wife like retired. They wanted to be out of the game. And there's a beautiful scene that they put together. Like <laughs> Really? Yeah. And he dry. Oh. It's literally, it's literally a point where him and Vin Diesel are 
are it's the most man crushed moment in the world. But they're like best friends, even though they started even the first one. They were adversaries. He was a cop. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was then like Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then uh, it shows them sort of like smile at each other, and they both. They, it was literally like an aerial shot of them both on a on a highway and like a beautiful wooded road, and they split off. And like well, he goes makes and retires. The ending of this one a little more ridiculous. Why is that? So we spoil the end of, I mean, just the, I guess. How are you going to spoil the end of this movie? We uh, already said spoilers. All right. There's a cookout. Okay, No, there's a cookout and he gets a baby and he, does he name it after Paul Walker's yes. character? Yep. But if Paul Walker is just a phone caller, I mean, it, it felt like he was naming it because I see, I thought in, and I didn't realize this. I thought he died in the oh, series. No. I think it's a meta thing, honestly, at that point. I right. think that, that this because thing, this it, thing. But, but true fact, Vin Diesel did name his daughter after Paul Walker. So I thought th they were doing that because of that. They could have been. I, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It might have been a meta decision. So it makes decision. it more ridiculous that, that Paul Walker's just kind of like, it's it'll be like. More ridiculous than anything else in the movie. I don't know. Just like the sincerity of it seems silly now because I was like, oh, that's a sincere little touch. I moment. love it because killing it seems, killing his characters seems I, trite. No, I get that. And, but and I'm that, saying like. But the, you can't start judging the logic of these characters. Like <laughs> I, I'll take, I'll take heart over, over uh, narrative perfected continuity in a Fast and the Furious movie. That just felt <laughs> like, yes, in this world that they've painted is the character of Paul Walker uh, alive. Yeah. yeah. But in real life, he's not. And like, it's just sort of a nice no, moment. No, I get that. But the, yeah. the, th the narrative through line that this film paints, it, it, it's, it's a minor point, admittedly. It's just a narrative through line where uh, Charlize Theron can take care, uh, control of any car in New York and start <laughs> using it as weapons of mass destruction? No, this is not that. This, oh. is, this is the point which where... Is uh, this the narrative through line where Dominic Toretto races a flaming wreck of a car backwards and I'm beats also, a full street racing? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not how gears work. But right. you know, what ifs? Um, okay, is this the same <laughs> narrative your question? Questioning about how a nuclear submarine was definitely dry docked and then all of a sudden it was so going into a, an oceanic channel. Something like that. No, no, no <laughs> I, I was fine with all of those. <laughs> but the naming of Vin <laughs> Diesel's fictitious baby. baby. Yeah, that really like threw me for a loop because they, they set up this thing where it was like, you I could knew pick, you'd have dad brain. On yeah, this. you could pick the name of the kid. And then at the end of it, he picked what, what was the name of uh, Paul? Brian. So he named him Brian after Paul Walker's character. And I was like, oh, well, that's because Paul Walker's character is dead in the series. And it turns out he's not, he's just like holidaying in the Bahamas somewhere or something. No, he just got out of the game. Cause it was too, it was too so much. When you, when you get out of the game, you never speak of them again. Is that the, yeah, is that the thing? Well, like, no, like they're, they're respecting his wishes. There's even a part where Letty's like, you know, who, Wait, so Dominic Toretto has this like hang up because he wants to see Paul Walker again, but he can't. In in the in uh, the world of the Fast and the Furious, maybe I mean, is he like he's like every day he's at the phone like oh, I really want to call him. I really wanted to send him, but an he's email. out of the game. I want to like send him a Snapchat, but he but I, but I gotta respect his wishes. Look, it's a meta, so yeah. I'm gonna name my kid after him. Is that what's happening? Yeah, okay. this probably isn't the best time to bring up the fact that uh, he married Vin Diesel's sister in the movie. Uh, so it's actually Mia. Mia is so he's is not talking to his sister. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So he's like, so Vin Diesel's like, man, I really does he does Vin Diesel call up Brian and say, hey, guess what, bud? I maybe, but also maybe he doesn't want. Look, I'll, I can make up narrative reasons all day. Maybe he didn't invite him to the cookout because they're all sort of criminals at this point, and he doesn't want to get them back involved with it. 
But but why does he name him name his kid after him? You, okay, of- hold on, hold on, hold on. You're not gonna like you're saying that and I know you have a son you didn't name him after a friend, yeah. but you can't fathom a world where someone names their kid after their best friend? I'm saying in this film it seems like he named him after someone who had passed. He but did that's did. the meta narrative. You're, you're literally mixing passed. it. He he hasn't passed. He's like away somewhere. I understand. <laughs> I love that this is your hang up. I love not, that this is the moment. Up, but it's just this realization that he's not dead in the series. It's meta. It's meta. Don't you see how like it's yes, he's not dead in the series, but you can name your so- I'm just imagining Dominic like going, man, I really want to call him, but I can't. So I'm just going to name my kid after him. He would have named it whether he could talk to him or not. He would have named him Brian. <laughs> Oh boy! No, I mean, yeah, that, that seems to be the thing that I have the biggest. I knew you'd have dad brain on this. I have another question as we move forward about another very dad moment. Um, yeah. So, so let me see if I can. I, I want to see if I can break this down and sort of talk us through it as we go. Yeah. So, uh, as we said, Letty and Dahmer in Cuba on their honeymoon. Of course, that opens with the street race, and of course, it has a fantastic end to it, where like he has to drive this junker He's to save his cousin. He's a flaming wreck, and he does this whole that, thing. Do you think that's a game? metaphor do you think he's like a it's some sort of meta narrative of, you know he's going flaming in reverse he's driving I, his car back i that, don't do you think no. these films up and that's why he misses brian at the end that's is that what i don't no, think so don't think, um okay. yeah I, it's interesting that's where you went i, don't know. I, I mean okay. i don't know yeah uh i i think uh <laughs> i'm looking i'm looking you know what's the, interesting though this is actually an interesting question i'm surprised there's not a gay character in this movie yet are they are they heteronormative in this character? Like, does everyone have a girl? Like, does the could the Rock be gay? Could uh, possibly. Ludacris and Ludacris and Tyrese are fighting over uh, Ramsey. That's kind of homoerotic, you know. Like, they could be. I don't think that's homoerotic. I think that's just sort of like pounding but do you think your Jason chest. Statham and and the Rock could be pounding chests, so to speak. After this is all over, I mean, possibly. I mean, there's a lot of tension between them. Maybe it's sexual. I don't know. Do you think uh, Jason Statham is going to become the adoptive father of of the Rocks? daughter yeah oh wow that'd be a spinoff yeah um yeah i don't know i think i you know i would love it if they were like really about to go into it and they kind of like ended up rolling on the ground and then started making out i think okay i think that would work listen anyone you can write your own fan fiction man <laughs> it's not like this would be the first time just take it go did, throw did, it on the internet did the rock have a girlfriend in any of the previous films he, well he definitely had to sleep with someone because he has a daughter um, i'm trying to think there was another one. Could oh, have adopted. oh so there was a little bit of, I believe, um, uh, Elisa or Elise or whatever, uh, the, the spoiler alert again, there's turns out, well, let's get to it. Let's I'm uh, sorry. I want, I want to go in order. Sorry. So, um, Cypher finds Dom in the, in he sort of blackmails him into with an unknown thing, holding up a cell phone being like, guess what motherfucker. Now I always thought spoiler. when I saw, when oh, I yeah. saw the trailer for this, cause they don't tell you what it is in the trailer. I thought it was going to be something like they were good, like watching and holding Mia and Brian and their kid hostage. I thought that's what it was going to be. That they would were sort make of sense. right. So I'm, but I'm glad but, that but they it, didn't do that, but it, it's cheap to do that because it's like, we're re- recycling the image. So, uh, then basically she ciphers like, I'm going to have you, you have to turn against your team. I'm going to put them against the one thing they can't handle you. And so then it turns out we cut to the rock at his daughter's, uh, soccer game. Now, did you know what the, what the thing they were doing at the start? Of the game. It's the beginning of um. It's uh. 
is that a um, oceanic thing? Um, it's, it's a haka. Yeah. Uh, and and so the, set up the scene. Set up the scene. Oh, well, so the Rock is play is coaching his his daughter's soccer game. Uh, you know, and he doesn't want to get. Uh, he doesn't want them to lose. Otherwise, they'll have to go to the Tay Tay concert. And uh, Taylor Swift. And and so in order to intimidate the opposing team, they perform a haka, which to my New Zealand brain is a you know like a haka is a very special thing. It's something I grew up with. So whenever anyone does a haka, I'm like doing two things, which is one is like because the haka is meant to like infl- intimidate. No, it's meant to inflame your own spirit. Oh, it's meant to make you like pumped up to do this. Sure. And and so it, you know like whenever. I see a haka, I get a little pumped up. Now, the 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 haka variation wasn't the New Zealand one that I know of, so it's slightly different. It was probably it, from where the Rock is from. Yeah, he's from Hawaii, right? I believe so. Um, but yeah, so he so they do the haka and like you know, and the punchline is the other opposing team is like, I don't want to play no more. Mm-hmm. And and that's it. <laughs> uh, so all of a sudden, government spooks come up to the Rock and like, we need you to come back, Hobbs. That's his character's name. Right. It's Hobbs. This is what I didn't understand here. Why do why 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 can't the government's the government spooks are like you're gonna do this off the radar and if you if you screw up it's all on you because that's what how governments work Shahir they they're going they're going into another nation and that's what no that's literally why they can't hire they can't get the military do it they need to have Hobbs and now basically have the best street drivers in the world exactly and they have to be off the books and people that have known to disappear or or shirk uh, accusations and uh, uh, you know legal trouble in the past so 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 now it's interesting because in the eyes of the government now that Hobbs has worked with the crew in the past like he can call them up and just sort of like whatever so then he just it's because they basically are trying to get an EMP away from a terrorist group right in Germany I think it was and that doesn't seem like the task that a government agency. they couldn't do it because it's a german emp they, they they couldn't be they couldn't just attack germany so uh so then the team what i loved about this there was no setup there was no nothing with the first time we see the whole team together again is they just stole the emp and they're getting away okay because cool. because i liked it i don't need some setup especially cool. for a first act you know, set well, up for a the twist. The only question I have about the scene is how did Ludacris get a smiley face on that wrecking ball? And why didn't the music team license wrecking ball? All questions, all very good <laughs> questions. So they're driving away and then Luda has this thing planned where he hits a remote and then a, de- a, 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 wrecking, a wrecking ball, ball swings down, smashing a ton of police officers, probably murdering them. Oh, There's there a, a lot, lot of, of murder in this yeah, that lot, everyone just laughs on. A lot of collateral damage here. Um, yeah, and why was this off the books now all of a sudden? They've just murdered fucking 30 people. Because you can't murder people on the books uh. and then go home and have a clean conscience. <laughs> uh, so they, they succeed and they're getting away and they all split up and then the rock and Vin Diesel are driving, uh, sorry, Hobbs and Dom are driving next to each other, and he's like, oh, great job, brother, drinks on me. Mm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Double cross. Dom smashes into him, knocking his car, flipping it, and takes the EMP and drives away. Now, w- just structurally, wouldn't the scene have been better if it was the opening of the film, and we didn't know that Dom was going to double cross? No. Really? I, I, no, I like really? I like I like the buildup of like because again, him I, the, the surprise of double crossing was given away in the trailer, which I know you didn't watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I the, the the double cross the this is the thing. This is the gimmick, and I'm not saying it's as pertinent, but the type of gimmick it's doing is the Terminator 2 gimmick. It's doing the thing where it's flipping a hero to a villain or vice versa. Right, but in the in so, Terminator 2, you didn't, I mean, unless you watched the trailer, you didn't know that he was a hero or a villain when he No, I understand up. that, but I never experienced it that way, so I don't care. Right. Uh, the, they marketed that all wrong and whatever. Right. I'm just saying, wouldn't it be like, 
wouldn't that moment have been a better moment? See, no, I could, and I could see why someone coming in from the from this point as the beginning could see that because you don't have to tie with Dom. The whole thing, the whole thing about this thing is Dom and his family. Dom and his family. Dom. And, so to have him flip. Inst- no, 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 shocking? no, it's it, that would feel cheap to me where this was like we saw the as much as Vin Diesel can do the emotional pathos of like he doesn't want to do it, but he has to do it. and We don't quite know why. And that sets up more of an interesting stakes as opposed to, oh, he did this. Now we're trying to go back and figure it out. Like I the, the, the mystery of why is still there, but I like it because it doesn't feel cheap. It feels set up. Right. I guess the only thing is because it undermines the next time Dom kind of does a double cross and he suddenly make, you know, like he's he's being kissed by Charlize Theron. Well, he just does that. He, actually, I watched that scene very closely, and um, the he you doesn't, leaned into the. Screen, I did. Yeah. I was. I rubbed my chin, and you I was like, "Listen, answer in this moment." Uh, no, but uh, you know, you, you know, you can hold. You know, you can hold hands with your bro anytime you want. You hear? Right. I I didn't see this movie with anyone, so. Oh, buddy! Next time we'll go see Fast Nine together. <sighs> no. What? <laughs> Uh, so, uh, no, I just think that, um, the entire, like that moment, uh, actually comes later. So I'm sorry. Mm. Dom gets away with the EMP and then the whole crew's like, oh my God, like, we don't know why this happened. That's so crazy. And then we find out why Dom does it. Basically Dom has Elena, who is a love interest, I believe in five, who also worked with the rock and, uh, so Letty was dead. Okay. (laughs) And then the rock, I mean, sorry, then Dom and, um, then Elena had had six, a full movie. A full movie. How I think she died in four. He was with her in five. She comes back in six. Okay. How long is like the duration of a movie? Is it like, is it like a week? Cause this, feel, this movie felt like that'd be great. Over. If it was all just one week, it Everyone feels like this was movie took week. place, uh, took place over the course of a week. I mean, they traveled a lot. I don't know if that's possible. It seemed like it was like, well, you know, the jet setting. I don't know. So, <laughs> so, no, so I, I, it I, turns I, out, turns out Dom has a son, right? Which is the thing that they were talking that they're about. They're holding against. And, and Cypher has kidnapped both Elena and his son who he didn't know about. Elena kept it uh, from Dom because he, res- she respected Letty's in his actual true love wait, and wanted so, to wait until they were out of their honeymoon to tell him. So Liddy, this must've been at least nine months Plus, maybe that kid looked about eight months. Dude, timeline splitting in this film is going to break your brain. <laughs> okay. So then, uh, Mr. Oh, so then Hobbs got arrested, but then Mr. Nobody played by the one, the only Kurt Russell. Is he, was he, was he in other franchise? He was in the last one only. He's As a newer, a newer edition. What does he do? He's just a government spook for government spooks. Okay. So the governments are all over this. Yeah. But, oh, they, yeah. but they keep putting him in prison. It's just like real life. It's okay. just like, it's, uh, you know. This okay. is how you solve things in, in Trump's America. <laughs> okay. okay. Gotcha. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, so, so he comes and he, and then Hobbs is like, no, like don't break me out. I got to get out the right way. Cause he's a boy scout, but then he gets thrown into a cell I love right that. next to Deckard played okay. by Jason mother fucking Statham. Former Olympic uh, diver, by the way, uh, <laughs> who was the villain in the last Fast and the Furious movie. Also who killed uh, one of the mainstays from Tokyo drift Han. Okay. There was a retcon at the end of six revealing that Jason Statham blew up the car that Han died in, in three. That's why the timeline's so messed up. Shahir, you see. Okay. Uh, I know you're just it, glassed over and yep. you're not interested in timeline splitting and that's fine. No, no my question is, is like, so how, who was Han to everyone else? Just a friend. Uh, uh, he was in uh, five and six. Uh, and then I believe he died in seven. But he died in six. three. Oh, sorry. No, no, he doesn't die. You're right. I'm sorry. He drives away with his girlfriend, Gail Godot. 
Wonder Woman. Okay. Oh no, and the, no, she I'm sorry. Gail <laughs> died in 6 or 7 and then Han said he was out and then he said maybe I'll go to Tokyo and then that's why Tokyo Drift happens later and in the chronology know? even though they're all using flip phones and you can't really explain that in the chronology. Do they do they know that Jason Statham killed their friend? Yep. Are they pissed about it? Yeah, they were. Oh, they were real pissed about it until now. Okay. But then they like so this is the this is the weird part. This is this is why I think this film Why did he kill him? Fast 8. Uh, cause, oh, because th- Jason Statham was the brother of the other guy who played Gaston. Uh what the hell Listen, is this? What name? you don't realize I just ask Matt questions and then I go to my phone to like do other things. Luke I, Evans, Owen Owen Shaw was the villain in 6 who had brainwashed Letty. <laughs> yeah into working for his crew cool. uh, after Dom took down uh, Owen and made him put him in the hospital. Then, uh, then uh, Decker decided, you know what? I'm going to start killing off your crew one by one. So he went to Tokyo and blew up fucking Han's car. He's like, I'm coming for you next Toretto. And then like he, that's the start of seven. Oh, and okay. Vengeance. So, so <laughs> wait, so he was the bad guy in seven as well. He was the bad guy in seven. Owen was the bad guy in six. And apparently Cypher's been pulling the strings all along. That's what she said. She was controlling things when they were in like Dubai and like all these other places. Okay, sure. (laughs) So, so, uh, (laughs) so then, uh, Hobbs gets put in with Deckard, but then Mr. Nobody decides fuck it anyway, makes a big, uh, cool prison break scene. And then they, uh, the rock tries to chase down. I like like rock getting shot by like rubber bullets and like them bouncing off him. Like he is the Hulk. Yeah. Like, he's just too strong. There's a scene in seven you would have loved where uh, Jason Statham's character, Deckard, puts him in the hospital, like beats the shit up and throws bombs at him and shit. And after he heals near the end of the movie to walk down the streets of L.A. with a minigun to take out drones, uh, he has a cast on and he basically breaks the cast off just by sheer bicep uh, power. Bicep flexing. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm, uh, so this is the daddy's got to go to work. She this, this is the stuff where like all of this stuff that we've described is like I was kind of like, eh, I'm not really into Yeah, this. because you weren't in because you don't know. Yeah. So uh, then they get recruited. Then all, all of a sudden, uh, every you know, we, you have to work with uh, to take down Dom. We have to work with Deckard and no one's happy about it. Okay. And the rock and him have like a flip floppy, like the anger at each other. But then they like become friends again, which is is nice because I like that sort of thing. But also super awkward because Deckard murdered a fuck ton of people. OK, but then again, the crew has murdered a fuck ton of people inadvertently. So maybe they just don't give a shit. OK, so then uh, the next thing that Charlize Theron has uh, Dominic Toretto do is he has to go to New York City, which no, I was... He had to break into... Oh, the, sorry, that's right, because he wanted to steal the God's Eye to figure out where this nuke was. So they had to steal the God's Eye. He breaks into uh, whatever Mr. Nobody's head uh, headquarters and, uh, you know, basically uh, concuss grenades everybody and makes out with Charlize Theron uh, to, to... Actually, Cypher makes out with Dom to piss off Letty because she's a bitch. Does Cypher know who Letty is? Yes. Well, she's been doing all this recon on them the entire time. She's been watching and sort of pulling from the strings. Again, why does Cypher need Toretti? Because Toretto, because he's the best, Shahir. <laughs> he's the best at what he does. Like she can. Okay, we'll go to the next scene and then we'll look. Just because she has the wildling leader from Game of Thrones on her side. Yeah. What's that actor's name? Um, I like him a lot too. Um, uh, I can't. Oh, Christopher Hijvu. Yeah, sure, Hivju. Okay. Uh, he's in this too. He's wonderful. So, um. Who's he's he's like a, a fantastic marksman, I guess. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. So, um, basically, uh, so then they they get away with God's eyes, so they can't track them. Then they still track them. <laughs> then, uh, then they have to go to New York City. 
And they have a great sequence where uh, Dominic Toretto is on the road and then he has to like pull over because apparently his car is messing up because he has a kill switch and he puts the hood up and then you see he's kind of working against uh, Cypher. And was Helen Mirren in a previous? Nope, Helen Mirren. So he meets with Helen Mirren who you don't quite know who Helen Mirren is in the beginning of this conversation, but something's going to go on. He goes back and he finishes the job being that he steals a uh, football nuke being driven around New York City by a German... No, uh, Russian. Russian. Well, why would a football nuke be driven around in a limousine? Or was it the coach? Maybe it was. No, it wasn't. It, that's not the nuke itself. It was just the coach because yeah, they the needed. Coach. Yeah, it's the football. It's the nuclear football. Sure. Uh, so side note, that car had a machine gun built into the roof of it. Also true. I actually mm-hmm. own one of those in GTA and they're the most fun thing to drive in that okay. game. Uh, so, you know, it's good. Okay. Um, so I did the research in my own lab. They uh, then Vin Diesel gets it. But then all Wait, the crew. No, 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 no. You just missed the biggest thing. Oh, shit. Charlize Theron, from your quote, no one's going to be ready for this or whatever. She yeah. takes control of every car that has sort of an auto drive function. Does car, do cars have auto drive Some of them function, do. Apparently. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, which is kind of a terrorized, a terrifying thing if you think about it. Once we get sort of automated cars, the ability for people to hack in and fuck with you. All right. But so she can like literally, she can create a zombie army of cars, which she can drive into. Or out of uh, multi-level parking garages. But to she smash needs Toretto to be the guy that goes picks to pick up the. the to wear the the uh, death stroke mask and wear the armor. I thought it was the Friday the 13th mask. Oh, no, because I thought it was painted. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, DC Extended Universe. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but is this literally what Toretto's for? Yeah, because then he needed to get away. Uh, he's great at getting away. So then he's getting she, away. But maybe if she like didn't yeah. make such a big scene hey, of it. And also, doesn't like the, the God's own thing mean that they none of these people would have been there anyway? What do you mean? God's like, eye. God's eye thing. Like, wouldn't that she stole the God's eye sure. so that no one could track her. And yeah. so she just went in and kind of took the nuclear football in a sort of more yeah, because surreptitious way. Yeah. Then she wouldn't need Toretto to like be the getaway driver, right? Yeah, but if you had the ability to hack all those cars, wouldn't you just want to do it? Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, admittedly, I thought this scene was well staged. Yeah. Despite being ridiculous, it was kind of big and explosive. And I hadn't and, seen something like that before. And funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, he's getting away with the football, <laughs> but then his team corners him and basically like ropes and quarters him and like try in a weird, like sort of, uh, everyone cables him and, and they're pulling him. But then like, I he, like the scene. Yeah. yeah. And then he manages to like outmaneuver them because he's Dominic fucking Toretto. Also his car has like 12,000 horsepower. Then, yeah. There was a million horsepower. Yeah. Um, a bajillion, bajillion, uh, but infinity but as, as plus said, one horsepower. As, as he said, at the beginning, it doesn't matter about the car. All that matters is the driver. Yeah. So he's just a really good driver now in an infinite horsepower vehicle. Right. So he manages to flip a bunch of people or whatever, and then he gets away. Uh, and and Letty chases him on foot, and then they have a moment where he won't shoot Letty, and uh, he's uh, oh um well, Game of Thrones dude has to come and mm-hmm. and finish sort of the job, and Letty gets away, and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So then this is where Shirley Theron really put, took me as like the villain villain. Right. Yeah, I did like this scene. She straight up murders Elena for Vin Diesel's sort of uh, insolence in not shooting Letty right away and getting. Oh, side note, she he guns down Jason Statham's character. It's interesting because narratively, this just has to happen. Yes, like it doesn't make you know because the whole the whole arc of the movie is is Vin Diesel ready to be a father. And in order, for, he's not going to get Michelle Williams pregnant in this movie, so he's going to get have a baby delivered to him. Michelle Williams. Is it Michelle Rod- Rodriguez? Rodriguez. This, ain't, this ain't Dawson's Creek. He's yeah. not sleeping with Jen. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to wait. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Spin <laughs> off. Yeah. 
So he's like narratively, he needs. She needs to die, and and they take her out in a very sort of sad, sort of real way that makes uh, Charlize Theron more villainous. Villainous. Um, Thank you, Skeletor. Laugh. (laughs) Uh, Wow, I've trained. No, no, Skeletor's got more of a. What was the one you just did? Ah, 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 ah. So, okay. That's not Skeletor. They both are. No. Skeletor doesn't do a meh. Ah, out of ah, all of the, th- out of everything I have in this apartment, as long as you've known me, I think I'm more of the expert on Skeletor than you. He's done I, both. I watched He-Man all the way growing through. I, I watched would- it a month ago. <laughs> Don't fuck with me on this. This is, if there's one thing, if there's one thing I can unintrusively say, I am an expert in it is fucking Skeletor. Would, Skeletor's laugh was a meh. It is, but he also does the other one. The, I, the meh. Yes. Ah, 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 ah. No, I don't it think depends. It depends. Well, you're wrong. Uh, and I, that's this is the one thing I will say unabashedly on this podcast. <laughs> you are wrong. Um, so, <laughs> so after this, there's one more set piece. So now, um, uh, Cypher has all the things she needs, right? right? She has the EMP and she has to coach this nuclear, uh, the nukes on a submarine. And, and, and the, the reason she's doing this is a bit of a sort of selfish yet quote altruistic reason of like, she wants to keep the she's world like powers in checks. Yeah, yeah, she's she, like anonymous. Yeah. She's like, listen, I want them to think what will I do when they do something? Side note, she has a plane that can travel undetected from, pl- from country to country. Mm-hmm. Why should he dumb again? Because he's the best <laughs> at driving his quadrillion horsepower car in when, and out of places. When, you're not it, you're not following <laughs> the divine logic of this film, Jair. My my other question is: Is it the same car every time? Like, is yeah, it just oh yeah, he doesn't give up that car. Okay, fix it, repair it, throw so more like, grappling does, hooks or fucking torpedoes yeah. or whatever the fuck when he's got to put in it. When does he fix it? And like, when does he? When he pulls over in the middle of the and street and, and has he, to get like a spark plug. Is he plug. the only one that like fixes it? Is he like? Yeah, no, yeah, because no one will. T- no one can touch that car but him. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Man. So this is serious shit. A special car. Yeah, it's a very special car. He loses virginity in it. It's literally uh, you can't even fathom how many horsepower in that car. Like it's it's like Did he un- loses virginity to a horse in that car. I can't say what happened or what was the the magic sauce, quote unquote, that really made it come together. All I know is that car has an infinite number of fasts it can go and furiouses. So Furiosa. don't really question. And he's being controlled by Furiosa. See, so, you see, now you feel like you're getting on board. You hear you're fucking getting into this shit. You uh, know, I, the film suddenly clicked. Yeah, it's there we amazing. go. Five stars. So, so, <laughs> so wrapping, let's wrap, wrap this up. Wrapping this up. They end up what? Siberia? Where was it? Uh, some Russian. Some Russian cold place. Yeah. Uh, not cold play. Cold play does not make an appearance. They should have. They should have. So they should have uh, done the rendition of Wrecking Ball. No, that would be good. Been- that would be good. Came in like a wrecking ball. That's the worst of everything you've ever done. Uh, so uh, Dom rides in with the EMP. Uh, it was like a, a terrorist organization that took over a Russian military base. He she, he blows all of the electronics. There's a lot of superfluous information for like it doesn't matter, yeah, right? Sure. Like, oh, by the way, they went to the toy shop beforehand, which is all the impounded vehicles in New York City that the crew gets to then pick anything that they want from, including and, a tank. And for some reason, Tyrese decides to take a Lamborghini, an orange to a, Lamborghini, to a snow. And, and they make forgets, fun of him. If he, he forgets to get snow tires, it makes fun of him. It's fine. He forgets snow tires. He's he's the he's the jokester. He's the he's yeah. all flash, no ah, substance. Ah, and then he, ah, yeah. Ah. Uh, and then so he, uh, him and Taj get into a big sort of fight. Ludicrous character. Uh, they're just sort of joking around. And uh, and let me get this straight as well. The EMP can basically knock out the gates. Right, it but it, reach- but the but the but the, um, the submarine is shielded, so you have to go in. Okay, and re knock out the submarine. Yep. 
But it comes back online like 30 seconds later anyway. Sure. And also, they don't close the hatch of the submarine in, <laughs> when they run out of the submarine. I feel like that's submarine 101. But, know, like- but then it's all of a sudden in the water and they're being chased by it. So um, Submarine 101, close the hatch. <laughs> so they're going after them because they stole the launch boards, I guess, from the submarine. And they're chasing them to get the launch boards back. Like, why didn't they just break the launch boards? I don't know. Because then they wouldn't have a cool chase on ice where there's a bunch of vehicles and then a submarine chasing a bunch of cars like an orange Lamborghini. Again, thought the thought the the scene was well staged. Yeah. yeah. Even Tyrese gets a moment of like super heroism, like when he like hits snowmobilers off with a car door and like shoots yeah. a bunch of people. And, then and the he, rock throws a torpedo at someone. Well, to be fair, it's sliding on the ground and he just repositions it to go. I'm sorry. The Hulk throws a torpedo. Uh, also, there was a thing, I guess uh, the British Royal Service or whatever, like tweeted at the rock being like, hey, we'd really love to have you on our side submarines yeah. like and he's like hey you know i'm talking to the queen tomorrow like this is the thing that happened like okay. someone watched it in the military over there and was like this is hilarious uh <laughs> so believe the oh side note <laughs> so this entire time because dom is still technically against the crew jason statham and owen shaw who are back from the dead land uh you know fly in jet packy style uh into the secret plane of cypher to then launch a rescue of vin diesel's child yeah. Now this is the scene I thought was interesting very for you because I thought you'd have dad brain of it. This is uh, Owen Shaw you know what goes I was thinking the whole time during what? that is like you don't put headphones on a baby and blast music out of it. That is really bad for that baby's hearing. See, there you go. <laughs> I knew you'd come at it with a different angle than I would. But uh, that's it, the only thing I was thinking about. I was like, but was it chipmunks? I yeah, but it's bad. It's bad. I, I would I wouldn't ever do that to my kid. Well, I think that's better. I, the, is that better the, than gunshots? The safe thing to do is to put the kid somewhere safe. Then go and kill it. But someone could come and take it again. And then you just go back and kill them. But also, you don't get Jason Statham making Gucci 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 Goo noises and like flipping the baby around and then the baby like super happy and like fun and enjoying himself amongst all the murder. Yeah, right. Yeah, because there was a lot of murder in this scene. And he's super thrilled about it. Yeah. And no, he does the thing, which was like, was that you? You know, like, oh no, it was him, you know, who pooped their Yeah, yeah, it was great. So then eventually Cypher gets away. Uh, to, to live another day. Yep, yep. She'll be she'll be back. She'll be back. She signed a three po- picture deal. She'll <laughs> yeah, be fine. Yeah. Um. And then they get away. And then Dom, knowing the baby is safe, gets to finally turn and save everyone from the submarine. They launched heat seekers. Uh, how, did, how did how did the rock know they were heat seekers? They like they like literally came out of the submarine. Because the rock like, is a tactical a military expert, and he can identify a heat seeker a mile away. Are you telling me you can't identify a trauma film when you see it? Come on, it's just a different uh, vocation, and the rock is. Able to do these sort of things. Why didn't they fire the heat seeker to begin with? Escalation of the storyline <laughs> and the action, Shahir, and also they were getting all the systems back online. And have you ever piloted a nuclear fucking Russian submarine remotely from a plane a gajillion miles away? No. It's a little bit hard, but especially when you're trying. Apparently, Charlize Theron has. Well, this is the fir- really first for anything. She's yeah. very good at it. She's, she's sort very- of trying to quote fly blind, fly. Yeah underwater blind it's yeah. it was wonderful uh and eventually dom saves she the jumped day in on the deep end literally yeah. yeah and then and then they save the day and it's all great and then letty gets dom back and then they have a fucking cookout and mm. they're all friends and family what do you think the furious eat at a cookout you saw it it was a bunch of good steaks and some fucking grilled veggies and like but, um like the rock seems like he's on a diet most of the time you know like he seems like he's one of those guys that's cutting and shredding so like is he only eating salad 
Vin Diesel seems like he, he'll down a stake. Sure, but I think in this universe where The Rock is a, the immortal god of manliness, he could eat whatever he wants and it doesn't matter. But there were like brownies on the table. Yeah, he'd probably you? house those fucking brownies and then he'd go to the gym and work out like nine hours like a fucking beast. Do you think he binge works out? Like he's, like he's sad? In like real he, life or like, ho- like Hobbs the character? Hobbs the character. Do you think like he like eats and he goes, I'm so fat and he goes to the gym and he like cries and works out no, at the same time? No, I think he's... He, like like he, you could shoot him with a bullet and he's going to get mad at you. Right. The Hulk, but if he eats like a packet of brownies, he's gonna get. Oh, I'm so sad. I mean, I don't see it. Uh, I I could see maybe like um, I could see Tyrese character maybe doing that, or um, maybe Vin Diesel gets sad. I don't know, but The Rock for some reason. I just want to see these characters sad eat, like 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 redounding like like too much steak and like feeling bad about themselves. Just a real great night at Peter Luger's. Yeah. Just, exactly. uh, yeah. Well, look, I can't give you that and I'm sorry that that's what you want. I doubt it's going to happen. So, uh, you know, uh, what's it called? Deckard comes back with uh, new baby Brian and they name him. They name him baby. And Brian. then everyone's cool with Deckard for some reason. Yeah, and they, they kind of murdered. like talk through. It's like, cause Cypher had all this shit on me and now like I've got my revenge and it's fine. Okay. So like they kind of, that's the way like all the murder was justified. Not their murders. Not, not the murders that they've committed. No, the murders that Deckard committed is because he was trying to get his brothers being blackmailed, and it turned out that Helen Mirren was actually Owen and Deckard's mother, and she orchestrated the entire thing. Does this retcon anything else in the series? Only the fact that Deckard seemed like the and and uh, uh, Deckard and um, Owen both seemed super fucking evil, like super evil. But it turned out that it was actually Cipher pulling all the strings, basically the same way she did with Dom. <sighs> that bitch. And then we're left with them at the cookout. I think there's. They, they should have ended with, I don't want to wait. They should have. They could have pulled out yeah. uh, and it would have been fine. Yeah. And that's basically, I think there's a little teaser tag thing at the end about like. Um, uh, the Fast and the Furious will return. Something like that. I just don't even remember. I remember it. reading a story that the, and I'm sure this is like marketing on the part of the film where like Vin Diesel and The Rock are angry at each other all yeah. the time in yeah, real yeah. life. And they cut it like a. They cut out the after credit scene is the story because it was an extra credit scene of The Rock and Statham getting ready to fight. And then. And then they make out. And then they make out. No. And then they because there's a talk, there was talk of them getting a spinoff. Uh, uh, and I don't think, and Vin Diesel's like, no, fuck that. And then next how much up. money do you think Vin Diesel has made from this one movie? Enough. Right. I mean, who the fuck knows? Like how much would, how much, if you're Charlize Theron, Oscar winner Charlize Theron, how much do you need to be paid to be in the Fast of the Furious? I think Vin Diesel can afford it. No, no, but I'm, I'm saying, oh, I'm just I don't know. Out. I can't speak for her. Look, I, I would do I'm... this for $10. <laughs> I mean, what? How, that's a silly question. No, how can we know that? Question, because that's why these movies get, keep getting made, right? Like, cause they just, they print money. Understood. So, so, so how much, money I, but do I don't you... have an answer for that. And any number we give is superfluous. We're just making it up. Okay. How much money do I think Charlize Theron needs to make fast and furious or fate of the furious? I will say 10 million. That seems low. I, look, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I am not her. Uh, I'm not in her inner circle. Uh, Miss Theron, if you'd like me to be in your inner circle, you can reach me at MatthewKroll.com. Um, Cheers, literally typing and trying, really, trying to find what her. I doubt you'll be able to find the it. Fast and the Furious franchise. Um, but yeah, so Shahir. Okay, I do want to get into your final thoughts on this film, or do you want me to go first? I'll happily go first, and you can have the final word. Sure. Uh, so I enjoyed my time in the theater as per usual. The audience did too. There was a ton of cheering, gasps, and sort of clapping at the end, which I think is both uh, endearing and hilarious. 
Uh, everyone looks like they're having a ton of fun. I said that before, and I love that. The VFX and the stunt work were on point. All the set pieces, even at their most ridiculous, still looked nice and crisp and, and believable in that sort of right. Uh, the plot, uh, personally, was the most over-the-top of any of them. It And it, and it came, honestly, Shahir, it came dangerously close, I feel like, to breaking the formula. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't for me, but like I'm curious what 9 will be. Because like if there isn't it, isn't it the Fast and the Furious in space? If it's, I mean, ten has to be space. I feel like they can't <laughs> jump the shark at nine, right? Um, so like I don't know, but the but the but the interesting part of this for me, and and this is something that Jarrah had said, and I've heard other people say, and I a hundred percent agree, is the reason why I think this film works. Mm-hmm. It's the male equivalent of a soap opera. Wait, now you're saying soap operas are exclusively female? I'm saying for the for the most part, viewership of soap operas is female. And, and yeah. it's because it's because and, I, and again, I, this is I'm, I'm generalizing, of course, but yeah. like, for instance, and, and I'll, I'll say this fully admitting that I came home from school and watched General Hospital with my mother. I know all about Port Charles, so don't fuck with me on that. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is they are marketed certain ways, right? Uh, soap operas, I feel like are I, I marketed like for t- a female audience. Okay. You don't agree? You think I, they're no, marketed I, I just, for a male I, I audience? I just think you're going to stretch to like to to correlate a TV thing versus a film thing. I think I think But I'm like, feeling the type of story, I mean this whole thing, the Fast and the Furious franchise, it's it's all up like it has bravado and it has quote manliness and all this stuff, but it also has honor and family and constantly wishing wishy-washy sort of who's on what side. And <laughs> like first. It, it just has this sort of fluidity to it of its characters where like all of a sudden Vin Diesel's bad and Statham's good. Like and it does it and it writes those solutions albeit sometimes they're sillier than others into right. it i just feel like as far as a genre is concerned of this style of story not action story mm-hmm. a soap opera is the closest i can equate it to okay uh and having i say that having watched a lot of soap operas mm-hmm. so uh i don't know and i think that's a good thing i think i think um a lot of times these even and i think triple x is, is guilty of this but a lot of times these sort of like super bravado actiony nonsense movies fail because they lose the heart of it or they or they they either lose the heart or treat the heart too almost intellectually for the masses in which this film is sort of targeted at to really latch onto where this film really punches you in the face with it <laughs> and punches you in the face with heart. That's my review of the fate of the furious. I think the reason why these films are successful is that their governing premise is to deliver ridiculous action scenes that are trying to top one, the previous one. And I think the reason it's successful is because that I don't think the soap opera thing works. I don't think anyone cares about the narrative storylines of these characters. Th- As you said yourself, they flip all the time. Oh, they do, but I think, but it's, again, it's the characters themselves. I don't want to, so to, but I will say this and write us in and mm-hmm. prove me right or wrong. Like, there are people way, a ton of people that are way more passionate about these characters than I am because they're simple, they're easy to latch onto and and they can, and people... But, but I don't, I don't think you care if one of them dies. You do. Right? I, that's the weird part. And you don't, and I understand why you no, don't because well, you're jumping I mean, I'm, in. I'm guessing... I'm I'm trying to think like Paul War like when Michelle Rodriguez died. That was a big deal in four. Was it? Yeah, it was a big. And deal. her coming back was a big deal in six. Like it, it it's it, it it has weight to it. To me, the I guess the thing is is that it seems it, like what has been driving this is like can we 
make this more ridiculous than the last. And I think, and I actually believe that that is a noble well, cause. That's the driving force. But I think what helps keep it from just being something that no one gives a shit about a bigger explosion to a bigger explosion sure. is coming back to these characters that while very simple now are household names for people that are involved with this. And I think, you know, maybe there's something to that in the fact that I think this is kind of playing in the same ballpark as mission impossible, but seems to have more personality. Yes. Um, and I think, you know, it's something that they've trying to inject in, into Mission Impossible by having character, reoccurring characters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and look, it's one of those things where it's like, um, it does what it set out to do. I was impressed by those, the staging of those scenes. If Gary Gray, who directs this. Has, yeah. We didn't drop his name yet. He did straight out of Compton. Did straight out of Compton. He's been around for a while. Like his first film was Friday. He's wonderful. Um, but then he's, I think, you know, it's an interesting thing to look at the, dire- uh, the trajectory of every director that that's worked on these films. It's always been someone who has done like a, a, a low budget indie that did well and then jumped in that wanted to jump into like action movies. And that's an interesting thing because I think it's people who are not like within the studio system necessarily but have a love for the genre, but have the love for the genre. So I think that kind of works in their favor. Like John Singleton, Justin Lin, if Gary Gray, um, I think Rob Cohen was the first one. And, and, and that's, he directed the first triple X movie as well, which are both films that I think are lackluster in terms of their execution of action. Either way, it does what it sit out, sit out, sits out to do. People really enjoy it. I took some visceral pleasure in the, in the execution of those scenes. Like I was like, Oh, that's impressive. I was kind of like for a, for a movie about high, um, like illegal street racing, the racing isn't, that exciting what's exciting but it's is, not about that anymore. yeah is the explosions um you know like that's what it's about is like the carnage essentially are they from explosion explosion yeah well, expl- explosion sounds like a race so. yeah it's next to eternia as it turns out oh <laughs> nice nice maybe hordax from there uh, that is she was <laughs> villain you cut, you say, yeah yeah keep keep yeah there you go um <laughs> No, it's, it does what it's going to do. It's, it's it's not a movie for me. I'm I I have wanted to watch Fast Five. Like I don't want to go through the whole thing. I just want to get like cheap thrills from this. You like, can start at Fast Five. Yeah, I would. That's that's you know like I would watch this just for like cheap thrills. And it, if it delivers on that level, then more power to you. And it's like you know it it does what it's supposed to do. I I'm not that interested in that, but I don't think that matters. I you know I'm not that interested in this film and world, but they're charming. They, there is a certain charm to them and there is a certain personality to them. So that doesn't matter really. And it, it brings me back to that point that we were talking about with Colossal, which is like, are you willing to for, forgive things if you're on board with the, are you willing to forgive a tear in the, sh- in the sail if the, if the ship is moving in the right direction? You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And that's what so, I think this is. So I think, <laughs> and I, I'm going out on a limb here, that my original thesis <laughs> that you would like it uh, it kind of holds water. I didn't, I'll go this far. I didn't hate it. Would I ever watch it again? I don't, I don't think so. But would you watch the other ones? I would, I'm curious to see Fast Five because everyone says it's better than this one. I would say then that you, 
you liked it. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not, not saying it's not bitter than the best Mission Impossible film. To I'm be. not saying that. Yeah, this is a thing we deal with a lot here on the only podcast about movies. It does just because you like something doesn't take away. Just look, you don't have to piss on my no, candle no, no, to make no, another no, one burn no, brighter. No, 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 that's totally fine. What I mean is, is that if I had a choice to watch this again, or I know, that but mission, that's not my question. Is my question is, did one. you like it? And I think even though you're not saying it, if you just said you liked it. That would sort of end I'm the not, conversation. I guess the problem is, is I'm not sure I liked it. I, I don't know myself whether I liked it or not. I didn't hate it. I think I liked it. It sounds I like think you I liked, liked it. it. It's think, okay to say that. I think I liked it. I think I liked it. All right, you know what? I'll take it. I'll yeah. take I think I liked it because we have been going for a while now and we could I could just keep hounding you, <laughs> yeah. but we don't have time for that. Guys, this has been the only podcast about the film The Fate of the Furious. Shahir, when you are not being <laughs> asked to ingest films that you should hate, but kind of sort of you're not sure if you like, where can folks find you? You can find me at shahirdowd.com. That's S-H-A-H-I-R-D-A-U-D com with links to my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Matt, when you are not making metaphors that seem really stretchy at a thesis that I don't believe had any weight, where can people find you? You can find me at MatthewKroll.com. That's M-A-T-T-H-E-W-K-R-O-L.com. Also, Skeletor, the number four P-R-E-Z on Instagram. Yup, let it be a lesson to you, Shahir. And also, Emperor MSK on Twitter. Also, you can find our podcast at OnlyMoviePodcast.com. Write us in at OnlyMoviePodcast at gmail.com. OnlyMoviePods, our Twitter. Check out our Facebook page. And, of course, leave us them iTunes reviews. Getting more of the reviews. Really, really enjoying reading the reviews. I appreciate it. And, guys, I mean, this is a huge thing. This is episode 99. Next week is 100. We have some special shit planned for you. In the Malcolm Gladwell spectrum of things, are we experts at this now? I guess, because what is it, 10,000 hours? 10,000 hours, so it's 100 hours, but then there's a lot of behind the scenes. There's a lot of behind the scenes. Okay, we're not experts yet. Yeah, we're not experts. Uh, We'll come up with a different yardstick (laughs) for that, and we'll get back to you, but we're really excited. I can't wait. Uh, We're super pumped to show you sort of what we have in store. Or let you hear it. Because life is a highway, Shahir. I do want to ride it. All night long i'm not sure if i want to write it some nights i wanna I, i'm not sure if i like writing I, well <laughs> i mean dom dom would say for those 15 seconds or less that you ride it you're free am i free live life a quarter mile of time you're here i'm finally free we'll see you next week <laughs>